Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, September 19th. The midterm election is just 50 days away, and there is a fascinating phenomenon taking place. We are seeing two parallel midterm elections, and it's unclear which one the voters are going to respond to. So this is shaping up to be a bit of a Venus and Mars situation of a midterm election season. There were three national polls out in the last several days from Fox News, the New York Times Siena poll, and the NBC News poll. And all of them tell a similar story about where we are in this moment 50 days out from the midterm election. And that is that it kind of depends what this election is about as to how it will end up. And what I mean by that is you see two totally different campaigns taking place. There is the campaign out there that is being run on the economy and inflation, on immigration and border security, and on crime. And that is a campaign that Republicans are winning. They're spending millions of dollars on advertising around those issue areas. And when you look at the polls, including in this brand new NBC News poll, you see why. Republicans have a 19 percentage point advantage over the Democrats on dealing with the economy, 47% to 28%. On the issue of crime, it's a 23 percentage point edge for Republicans, 45% to 22%. And when you look at border security, it's a 36 percentage point advantage for Republicans, 56% to 20% as to which party voters think can handle the issue better. Some of those are record-breaking numbers in terms of the advantage for Republicans. But there is this other campaign that is clearly taking place and that actually is breaking through even an issue landscape that is clearly dominated by the economy and inflation right now. And that is the campaign that is all about abortion rights, about protecting democracy, about health care. So on that same NBC News survey, you see that Democrats are seen as the party who would do a better job of dealing with abortion by a huge margin, 47% to 25%. On protecting democracy, it's a seven-point advantage, so narrower advantage than what we see on abortion rights, 40% to 33%. But protecting democracy is one of the top-rated issues in that poll, so a key advantage nonetheless for Democrats there. And dealing with health care is a 20-point advantage for Democrats, 44% to 24%. So the question becomes here, which of these two parallel campaigns is the one that independent swing voters in the battleground districts and the battleground states show up to vote in? That seems to be where we are 50 days out. And by the way, when NBC News asks just that generic congressional ballot question, it's a tie. 46% of registered voters say they want Republicans to control Congress. 46% want Democrats to control Congress. So you see that we're in sort of a divided moment here. And so It is on that terrain that any talk about a 2024 presidential campaign landscape takes place, right? The results of this midterm election will immediately inform how 
the folks who want to run for president in 2024 position themselves, including, by the way, the sitting incumbent president of the United States, who was on 60 Minutes last night on the season premiere of the CBS show. And he was asked directly about his decision making if indeed he has decided about running for president in 2024. Give a listen to the president of the United States. My intention, as I said to begin with, is that I would run again, but it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision that I run again? That remains to be seen. Now, the president also added in his answer that he would trigger certain election law requirements if he were to say right now, I'm running for re-election. It would make him a candidate. There would be all these filings that have to take place around it. But that doesn't negate that he opened the door a bit more than he had in the past to the notion of not running. Because, you know, in the past, he just said, yes, that's my expectation. That's my intention. I plan to run for re-election and leave it there. So add that in with what we heard from the first lady recently that they haven't really discussed re-election yet, which seems a little hard to believe. But I guess they haven't had that sort of formal conversation yet about is this a go or a no-go? One would imagine he might have to make his intentions clear one way or the other in the first quarter of next year. Otherwise, the whole willy or won't he is going to just drag down the Democratic Party uh, into a morass of questions about its future. So that was really interesting. And of course, part of the calculus that Joe Biden is going to make about 2024 kind of depends on who's out there on the Republican side. And does he think he's the only one with a shot to beat that person? Well, we're learning a little bit about how the Republican side is shaping up. I want you to give a listen to the reception that Ron DeSantis received when he was in Kansas over the weekend to his move that we talked about on the podcast last week of flying migrants to Martha's Vineyard to make a point about immigration. DeSantis was in Kansas on Sunday And this is what it sounded like at that event, courtesy of KMBC. We see virtually no law and order is at the southern border. And this is a crisis. It's now getting a little bit more attention. Uh, This is a crisis. It is a crisis. That's the Florida governor who's up for re-election in Florida this year, 50 days from now, who's in Kansas getting a rousing standing ovation for his political maneuvers that are clearly designed to rile up the passions of the Fox News crowd, right, and the base of the Republican Party. That's clearly working to his advantage in that context. As for the big Republican name out there that Joe Biden might be looking to see if he's going to run or not, that's Donald Trump. Biden's predecessor in the job, the guy he defeated in 2020, and the guy who Joe Biden probably believes can only be defeated by Joe Biden on the Democratic side. Well, clearly, Donald Trump had 2024 on the brain when he was holding a rally on J.D. Vance's behalf, the Senate candidate in Ohio, in Youngstown this weekend. After what happened and watching our country go to hell, we may have to do it again. May just have to do it again. Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. Now, Donald Trump is increasing his appearance on the campaign trail of late. 
He was just recently in Pennsylvania rallying on behalf of Dr. Mehmet Oz. He's got a rally coming up in North Carolina on Friday to try and help Congressman Ted Budd's Senate campaign there against Sherry Beasley, the Democratic nominee. Of course, Donald Trump's also rallying for Donald Trump and trying to secure his place in the American political landscape. And as we know, there are two sides to the Donald Trump coin. He has an unbelievable ability to juice up support among his base and get turnout to record levels. We've seen it when he's on the ballot. Will that work when his name is not actually on the ballot? That's one of the big questions this year. But does he also repel the independent suburban swing voters who rejected his reelection bid in 2020 and caused them from coming out to support Republicans and deliver Republican majorities. So keep your eye on the two-sided Trump factor this campaign season as well. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.